welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so glad you're with us today. You know, 50 years ago, I had a, it was just, let's just say a very eccentric hobby. But even back then, there was a lot of evidence. Some of it was close to a century old, and it was all entirely consistent. No matter where it was produced, it was indisputably real. It was all the same. I began doing this research as a skeptic, actually. Believe it or not, I was really skeptical then because I'd had those two experiences of light in childhood. and I didn't need to be comforted. I wanted to know the truth. I was seeking reality even way back then. So I tested all of the evidence. I was very skeptical. And I listened to or read about hundreds of of communications received between the latter part of the 19th century and about the middle of the 20th century. They were received in southern England, they were received in the eastern United States, and they were all talking about the same thing, the same physics, the same process, the same details. All of it was the same. Over 50 years, there were no outliers, and there were no co- there's no copying either because I was they were all quite vivid and they were all different. So that was when I knew there really is an afterlife. It was an extraordinary experience. And as you know, I spent the following 50 years trying to understand every detail I could about it, finally writing The the Fun of Dying, find out what really happens next in other books. But there was so much evidence, not just about the fact that we survive and what it's like there, but evidence about all kinds of related things. It's a real reality. It's as complex than the one we think we know. So there was a, there's a lot to know about it. What has been needed over all this time has been people committed, committed to organizing it, making it easy for everyone to find, because I frankly had to bum around and try to find all this evidence on my own. If I was curious about something, it wasn't easy to find out. Other people maybe had done the research, but it was hard to find it. So what was needed was the two people who are our guests today, and they are doing a beautiful job of organizing all of this evidence and producing more in the process. I just love the work they're doing, and I'm eager to talk to them again and find out what's new. Dr. Dennis Grega is a research psychologist and software developer by background. He's had a very serious career. His partner in this work is Michelle Zabo, who is a healer, a creative director, writer, and teacher. So she's sort of the artistic part of the team. They found each other. They began to work together. And then in 2009, they founded afterlifedata.com. And they started to bring all of this evidence together followed by afterlifelibrary.com in 2011. All the books that you need, and they're right in one place. Oh, do I wish I had had that. Where were you guys 50 years ago? (laughs) And then then finally, um, they also did Voices Across the Veil starting in 2014. They say what they love is the fact that knowing the afterlife exists provides meaning and purpose for people. And that's actually the same thing that drives my work. That's what makes them get up every day eager to do their work, and that's what makes me get up every day, too, either eager to speak to you and do all the other things I'm doing to try to get the word out. 
Michelle and Dennis are always up to something. And so today we're going to catch up. This is our third visit with them, by the way. And we last spoke with them about six months ago. But new stuff has happened. So we're going to catch up today on all their news. Welcome, Dennis. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so glad to have you back with us. Oh, thank you, Roberta. Thank you, Roberta. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, we have fun. So let's start right in having fun. Tell people a little bit about what brought you to actually begin to do this work, because this is a big commitment you've made. Well, you know, Roberta, I've kind of dabbled in things, you know, for years, you know, did meditation and yoga and, you know, went to church and didn't go to church. And you know. yeah, I think a lot of people have done that. Yeah, right. right. And, um, you know, hung out with the pagans and the druids and everything. And, you know, just, you know, explored a lot of different types of things that I felt called to. And, you know, back in the mid 2000s, um, when Dennis and I started talking about this, you know, it really intrigued me. And, you know, I, I never thought that there was so much information written about the afterlife and experience. Right. Nobody, nobody knows about it. Yeah, it was crazy. And, you know, when, you know, all this started doing this research and everything um, with the help of uh, our dear friends from uh, Afterlife 101, um, yes. Mike Davis and uh, Jackie Davis. And, um, you know, we're looking at this stuff and we're going, oh my goodness, this is unbelievable, the amount of information. You know, we've, yes. we've got to put all of this together. And, you know, then kind of Afterlife Data was born, right? And, you know, then it, it was, you know, as they say, the rest is history, right? Yes. You know, you start doing yes. it and you start seeing all of this information and then you go, whoa, you know, this is a nice deep rabbit hole I've dug. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, well, that's and, how I felt, too, as, as I started yeah. to come to see how much there was and then I get finding new stuff. But it's all part of the same picture. That's what's so beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. And also in, in terms of myself, uh, I also have been investigating a lot of esoteric information going back 40, 50 years as well. Um, and reading paranormal stuff when I was still a kid. So uh, it's always been a path to seek. You know, to to find out, I always wanted to know. You know, what's what's real and what's not, and yes. uh, you know, to finally get to a point where I feel like I know now. Um, it's so freeing. It's so freeing, and and just being able to live your daily life, and know that there's just so much more that uh, is all around us, and that's within us. So. It's been, yeah, in terms of putting together uh, these websites, um, uh, yeah, I, I got a, actually a download this morning that uh, I've actually been working on uh, in kind of preparation, I think, for the interview. Um, and one of the things is that, you know, we put together these three websites and people may have questions as to, you know, why they were put together. Um, what's the underlying basis for, for them and what, what's the intention behind them and, and the purpose. And uh, so I came up with a couple of triangles, as I would call them. Um, the first one I would call a triangle of meaning and belief. And then that, that triangle at the pinnacle would be afterlife data. 
and afterlife data has a number of visitors that come from all over the world that uh, for various reasons, not the least of which uh, is experiencing grief and the loss of a loved one, especially now with uh, the pandemic. Uh, and they come to a site that has compiled information across very respected sources, has taken cross-referenced the information, and has correlated it to find out that there's a consistency of close to 95% across Yes, it's amazing. Sources. Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, we're talking about channeled information, mediumistic uh, information, yeah. Uh, yeah. regression information, and they all point to basically the same information uh, across the board, which is, you know, really amazing. So what we found is that people have at an intellectual level, I, I would call afterlife data the equivalent of afterlife 101, and that is yes. giving you basic information on the transition process, on uh, uh, transformation, you know, the afterlife, what it's like, and it revolves around basically the earth plane. Um, but then you go to uh, what I would call then point two, you go down to the, the next point on the triangle and, and you have afterlife library. So this allows the person who may have experienced a belief change at the after, uh, with afterlife data, that is starting to now question their beliefs based yes. on this information. And now right. afterlife library gives them the opportunity to explore personally different parts, different subjects that might interest them that will enhance or bolster their newfound beliefs or their changing beliefs that they're experiencing and will basically expand their awareness and consciousness. Uh, so I would say afterlife library is kind of like the next step in the seeker's path to expand on an individual level by doing personal exploration and research. And then point three would be voices across the veil, which uh, now takes you to another step, and that is to explore possible actions, actions that you can participate to experience on a personal level. Um, and that takes us then, when you get to that third point, you go back up to point one by the second triangle, which is within the research platform or research protocols that we use in uh, Voices Across the Veil. And that's made up of, I would say at the pinnacle there, the mediumship sessions. And point two would be the direct personal communication. And point three is gonna be our newly launched channeling program. Um, but the, the first, the mediumship sessions allows you to actively participate, even though you're considered a sitter and you're listening you're actively participating, but you're receiving information, you're receiving personal validation of, from people that supposedly have died and passed on, and, but are, are passing information that yes. you wonder where it's coming from, right? right. And so right. it confirms them at a personal and an emotional level because these sessions can be very emotional. When you get information that you know the medium did not know ahead of time and could only have come from somebody who did know, then it really gives you some further validation of yes. uh, life after death. How would people attack afterlifedata.com? If that's the sort of the gateway drug to this whole experience, 
what, what would be the best way for them to get started with it? I'd say with a large cup of coffee. Okay. All right. All right. That's addictive. I get it. Yep, absolutely. It covers the death experience so that people can understand. And it goes into great detail with different types, you know, whether it's accidents, murder, suicide, uh, death from, uh, you know, illness. Uh, and it goes into great detail into different, you know, aspects of that experience and the transition. And then it, you know, goes into the transition from human to spirit. Spirit. So what happens, you know, when you experience death? You know, what happens at that point? And so it goes into great detail in terms of, you know, how you're greeted, who's there, uh, the kind of uh, experience that you can expect. For at least for most people, and uh, and then it, it delves into what the afterlife is actually like. What are some of the activities and and uh, beings that you meet or environments that you might experience uh, right. once wow. you're in the afterlife dimension? And then it covers reincarnation and life on Earth, and that is realistic aspects of you know, why you're here in the first place. Why are you incarnate on Earth? Uh, is it the only time or are there other times that you will be experiencing uh, the same kind of physical environment, but maybe in another time and place? Uh, and then the effects on Earth, you know, what are the effects of knowing that there is life on death? How does that affect you personally on a, on a daily basis? Uh, so it covers so, so it's of, all this information there. It's not just a. It's not just really getting started, but people can do their research right on that website. Is what yeah. you're saying? Wow, yeah, great! There's, there's 265 topics that are, are covered there in detail. I love it. So you could just search on your. To oh, that's great. Search on your topic. To answer your original question, you know, how do you attack the information? I would uh -huh. recommend that people just, you know, go to the homepage. And right on the homepage, we have the center column that says explore information on life after death. And right underneath that, we have the different major sections. Okay, you know, we have the death experience for adults, the death experience for children, transformation from human to spirit, the afterlife, reincarnation, and life on earth. Those are the big wow. top six sections, right? So That's great. my question That's great. to that to somebody, you know, asking that would be, you know, what calls to you? So, you know, yep. if, let's say, you know, you were there to understand, you know, I want to know more about the afterlife Then click on that. And that, you know, little section opens up and it gives you all those subtopics. So oh my goodness, know, that is wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for doing all that work. That's yeah. a huge amount of work cataloging all, <laughs> cataloging all of that. Yeah. So, so I would um, say just look at that, you know, and, and see what, yeah. you know, really calls to you. What are, what interests you? And, you know, when you start doing that, you just keep going into other places. Yes. Just pick a oh, starting point that This is the most enjoyable right. hobby there is because it's all good news. Really, all yeah. good news. Yeah, so, so afterlifedata.com is where you start. Then when you really want to get into some very good books, there are excellent books by people who have done a lot of research. And I, as I was doing my own research, I came to know some of these earliest researchers. So I felt like they were friends because they had worked so hard to, to really, back when it was hard to do this research, 
research. They had done a lot of great work, and uh, some of it couldn't be duplicated today. So we're very grateful to them. So tell so the, so then they say, okay, I'm going to go back to the to, to the drawing board here a little bit. I'm going to go to AfterlifeLibrary.com and see what books you recommend. How do they attack that website? It, well, it breaks it down into. Uh, a number of different categories, the afterlife, consciousness, paranormal, reincarnation, religion, science. So after they've modified their beliefs through afterlife data in terms of seeing that, you know, maybe there's more than what they've been taught, now they can look at various areas, you know, like science, uh, you know, studies on consciousness, the paranormal research, religion. And and whatever, you know, might be still questions in their mind, be able to look up books that maybe will help them in terms of alleviating these questions or giving them answers that they don't know on their own without, you know, having some kind of source to look at. And you build this as the largest library of afterlife books on the Internet, which is saying something because there are so many such books. How many books do you have in your library now? Close to 3,000. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. Do I ever wish I had had that a long time ago? Wow. All right. So so basically, they can then really dig into some of these topics and get to – what I found, everyone, just to tell you, what I found was the more – ways I approach these topics, the better I understood them, because all the researchers have had slightly different things that interested them. I'll tell you one thing that was the hardest for me to find out, and it seems foolish now, but I began to wonder as I was reading all these, you know, very early 20th century, late 19th century um, uh, communications, you know, different people Mm -hmm. talking to their loved ones. The one thing no one asked them was, are you solid? I mean, excuse me, mom, are you solid there? Is it solid where you are? And no one asked the question. I couldn't get over it. And you can't go back 100 years or whatever, 50 years, and ask the question now and get an answer. And finally, one day, I remember it vividly, this woman who I guess had died rather young, and they were, they, someone specifically said, are you solid? What are you made of? And she answered it beautifully. And I have never forgotten that and I'm so grateful to that one family that asked that basic question you may not have had that same problem but that's bugged me for years maybe two three years what was the answer <laughs> well well oh yeah I, you know, I mean I it occurred to me I should tell my story I should be telling yours but I'll tell you very briefly what she said she said I'm I'm as solid as you are everything is as solid in fact it looks really very much like the earth, only it's a lot more beautiful. But she said, you know, if I look at my hand in the right light, I find it's translucent. I don't mind at all. And and I'm I'm perfectly solid. But that translucent hand stuck with me for a long time. And what I came to understand is there are no molecules in the matter that's there. Everything is sort of like brightly colored living alabaster. But I, I was boggled by it. Anyway, sorry, little story, but let, let's get back into the serious stuff. Now, the third point of your triangle, this first triangle, is VoicesAcrossTheVeil.com, which I understand is – it's also at Patreon.com slash AfterlifeData. This is your own research project, right, in mediumship, and explain that. Tell us about that. Voices Across the Veil was developed because we had a lot of people asking us 
through afterlife data, whether we knew mediums or not. And, yes. you know, after, you know, a couple of years of people asking this question, you know, and, and Voices Across the Veil was actually Dennis's brilliant idea. Um, you know, one day we're driving along and he goes, you know, I have a great idea to help fix this problem. He goes, you know, we should start something where, you know, we can have yeah. people come on and, you know, experience some mediumship. And so, you know, just a couple of months later, we launched Voices Across the Veil. Um, you know, we had some initial uh, mediums that were uh, brilliant. Uh, three of them are still with us. And, um, you know, they do wonderful, amazing work, uh, both on their own and through Voices Across the Veil. And then, um, you know, we expanded to uh, include the direct personal communication, which um, right now has uh, Dr. Jane Bissler's Loving Hearts Connection modality that we're studying. And, um, you know, then soon uh, we're going to be offering some channeling, which uh, Dennis is going to talk about a little bit. But the idea behind Voices Across the Veil was to allow people to be able to experience these connections in some way so that they could start getting answers to their own questions in a personal, experiential manner. Wow. Rather than just reading about it. Now, how, how do you set it up? Because this is all done online. People all over the world, right, are participating in a given session. Yes. And, and you, you have more than one medium there. Um, how many people, how many sitters are with the medium um, each time? Yeah, we only, yeah, in, in the small group sessions with the medium, we have only a maximum of six sitters. We wow. used to go up to 10, but it really became unwieldy. And it was very difficult also for the mediums to focus in on who they were dealing with. Um, so we pared that down a bit and said, okay, you know, maximum is going to be six. Um, and that gives the medium enough ability to kind of sort out, you know, who's coming through and who she's dealing with and, you know, which person she's talking to. Um Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, we, we found out that uh, this platform doing basically video conferencing uh, sessions is not easy for mediums because they have images on their screen and they have to be able to focus in on the energies of the person. Yes. And uh, we've, done, we've done a number of tests with other mediums and uh, even those with, with many years of experience uh, haven't been able to do it. Um, so we've been very fortunate, and I don't think it's by accident that uh, we have the, the mediums that we do that have become very adept at doing this. And many of the sessions over the last few years have been, I would say, profound. Wow, uh, that's great. I'm so happy for you and for them. Yeah. What do you charge for this? $50 per person. Oh, uh, my goodness. Wow, yeah, that's which wonderful. Is, very uh, inexpensive and I think affordable for most people around the world. And uh, again, all you need is an internet connection and you can sit in the comfort of your home. And you know, Roberta, if somebody has one of our Voices Across the Veil small group sessions, you know, there are, the risk is $50, right? And right. what it does is it allows them to experience not only their own information, but the information yes. of others. Yes. And 
you know, if they want to go a little bit further, then they can contact our mediums after that. And if they want a private session, they can go ahead and do that. Then, wow, you know, great. at that point that, you know, they know whether or not it's real for them or not. Yes. Right. Yes. And all they've done is risk $50 and supplied important research data that everybody needs. Now, is there a big waiting list for this? So, so someone's listening and saying, oh, I want to try that. What would, where would they, how would they contact you and get it on the list and how long until they would be able to actually have a session? Yeah, we have sessions on a regular basis. Um, there's a few of them a month, depending on the month. We usually have, I think, two or three sessions a month. Wow. And right. um, you just have to go to voicesacrosstheveil.com and go to small group sessions and you'll see the list there and you can just sign up right online. That's wonderful. You know something? I'm going to get more of this information from you and put it on my website too because people ask me, uh, and I'm I'm terrible with mediums. I'm just not good with them because I don't basically believe you can mind read with dead people. I really don't believe, and I can't help that. That's just my idiocy. So frequently people are asking me who to, to recommend, and I don't even – I've come to the point where I, I feel I almost can't recommend people. But now – I can certainly recommend this. I mean, that's a wonderful small cost for mm -hmm. even having the experience of being with a proven medium. I think that's just great. That's great. What's also been happening, and we've noticed this over the last, I would say, a year and a half or so, is that it appears that these sessions are being coordinated on the, quote, other side. Right, uh, right. Um, we're getting sitters who don't know each other at all, but have similar concerns uh, appearing together for sessions. For example, recently, uh, over the last month in one of our sessions, four of the five sitters all had sons who committed suicide. Oh, isn't that interesting? That yeah. is fascinating. Great. Uh, you know, and actually the last session, three of the sitters also had sons that uh, had passed each by uh, through a different transition, uh, and it's just it's just amazing to because you know you come in there you know your son has passed away you know you want to get information you want to get a communication and then all of a sudden three others are are yes. in the same boat and yes. and so you're listening and they're getting you know validation and evidential information. And it just it just bolsters. I mean, these these sessions can be quite emotional, um, you know, because it just affects everyone uh, to hear everyone else what the information that they're receiving, and then when you get the information, and you can validate it on the spot, um, it's just it's just beneficial to to everyone. It, it takes me. Uh, a couple hours to just decompress after one of these I'm sessions. I'm sure. Oh, yes. And and for, for people listening, um, this notion that that people who are not in, in bodies at the time but are trying to help people on Earth would seize upon the fact that these are regularly being held and try to group people, uh, group loved ones, um, to speak with a specific kind of subset of people. They lost their child. They lost their parent. They yeah. lost... Um, People are wondering, you know, how they, they don't really do that, do they? Oh, yes. What, yeah. what that tell us, tells us is that Dennis and Michelle are being trusted now 
by the, the gatekeepers who, who manage a lot of this. And the longer they do this and the more consistently they work with the people who are not in bodies, the more powerful this effect is going to be. So I'm excited for you that that they're they're using you. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, yeah. It's just you. It's they're using you to do their work. I just love it. I'm so happy for you. You know, Roberta, we've had confirmation of that from um, our mediums as well as from some channelers. And it is so cool. You know, I I don't have another word for it. It's just so cool to know that, you know, they trust us to do the right thing. Yes. Yeah. They know people's heart. They don't yeah. just know you how you are in, in public. They know your heart and they know how sincere mm-hmm. you both are. And that's wonderful. Now let's talk about the channeling thing. Cause you were talking about this last summer when you were here, but it wasn't ready to come to fruition. What's going on with that? Well, the, the idea behind channeling is, you know, we have the mediumship and we have the direct personal communication and that's where people can, you know, allow themselves to explore especially with the direct personal communication, to be able to make their own connections. Then we feel that after that, there's more. And channeling is going to bring in, uh, channelers are are bringing in entities that are more knowledgeable than um, somebody that you may have known that just recently passed. These are entities that are watching over the earth, are watching, are, are working in other dimensions, know yes. about other dimensions of reality that we want to find out more information. And, we, and so this gives the opportunity for people to now participate in, in sessions and in channeling sessions where they get information about topics that are not commonly known. Okay, well, let's, let's explain what channeling is. If you could just quickly tell people what that is. Sure. I mean, channeling is basically the reproduction of word by words or sounds of concepts or ideas or information that is not generated from within the consciousness of the channeler, but is transmitted basically to the subconscious mind of the channeler through another subconscious mind that is outside, um, that is apart from the channeler. And this could be an entity that may have uh, at one one time incarnated on Earth or may not have ever experienced physical incarnation. And and basically... So these channelers, though, are working then with these entities. So this person who is channeling for for the public um, on, on your website isn't... This isn't their first rodeo. They aren't saying, hmm, who is this going to be that's going to... They, they're, they're talking with these, with these entities, right? And the entities trust them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the entities actually speak through the channeler. Yes. And basically take over the person, the, uh, the medium, so to speak, and, and directly uh, supply the information. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, actually, in one of our Voices Across the Veil group mediumship, sessions, um, the ones, they, they call themselves the ones, broke through, and, and this was a case where there were five people at the session, all of which uh, were of a healing modality, and the ones came through and basically offered information on the life path of each person, including myself and Michelle at that session, and also wow. then said that they knew about our prospective <laughs> 
Sam, this was two years ago. Yes. And they, they said, we know that you're going to be doing this, this channeling program and we're offering to be available to provide oh, information. I love it. So, you're, 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 you're attracting people on the, on the other side, too, to work with you. I just think that's so great. It's just so, it blew our mind. <laughs> so are, are you – how do people participate? Do people get to sit there and listen? Or how does this work? If, if people are listening and say they want to – I want to know more, how, how would they find out more and, and can they be part of it? Well, uh, you know, unlike the, um, the mediumship sessions that are limited to six people – we can have up to 100 in the audience wow, for the good. channeling session. What we're doing is pre preparing uh, question sets about different aspects of physical and non-physical reality that will include things from afterlife data like you know the death experience and so forth, but we'll also go into more esoteric uh, areas like you know probable realities, reincarnation, um, things that are not commonly known, but we, we expect that this will be uh, a way for people in the audience to be able to expand their knowledge of what reality is actually like um, and how much greater it actually is than what they've probably been told or taught over the course of their life. This would so be a great book, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, are you are you assembling this book? All the things that you've learned through these channelers, because I think I would, I'll buy that book. I'd love that. What we're we're, we're doing is we're creating um, these question sets about different topics, and they may cover more than one session. So there may be a series, for example, on reincarnation, or a series on probable realities, or a series on other multi dimensions, or other uh, environments that are non-physical or, or that are different from physical Earth or, you know, what the purpose of being on Earth is. And yes. so we're going to, you know, compile these as, you know, they will be video um, and we will, you know, I, I'm not quite sure how we can deliver them to those outside of, of those who are participating who will get a free download of the session. But uh, we probably will put them up as, you know, something that people can pay for at a reasonable price to download if they're interested in this particular topic. And there's a couple of sessions about that. You know, they could they could buy and, and download those. But the idea here is to provide uh, to explore deeper knowledge about the basis of reality. Yes, that's kind very of, good. I'm so you know, pleased you're doing that. I'm just, I feel like I'm in a kid in a candy store. I can't oh, wait to see be, some of what you've done. So be, is that it? Is that it? Um, that's through Voices Across the Veil, or is that through Afterlife Data? Where, where, what's the website where they would go for that? Voices Across the Veil. Okay. Yeah, we're, there'll be a page there that will describe the whole process, along with, you know, FAQs and so forth that will answer common questions about what is channeling. And, you know, who or what are channeled entities? You know, why are these channeling sessions being held? You know, basic yes. questions. So, wow, that's, that's, that's wonderful. You're having so much fun. It shouldn't even be legal what you're doing. It's just so much fun. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Roberta? Yes. If, um, if people want to be notified about when the channeling will start, then they should go to afterlifedata.com and sign up for the newsletter. 
Okay. Okay. That, so and we don't so, we don't send out a ton of newsletters, but that will definitely be something that's in there. And of course, um, any of our uh, patrons on our Patreon will, of course, get advance notice of that information. So. Right. Okay. So that people, um, I'm gonna, I'll make sure that we have all this information. Everyone, it will be in the notes to this program, so you won't have to drive off the road trying to write these things down. But briefly, we're talking about three primary websites afterlifedata.com that's all written as one word and that's that's sort of the 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 root site that's where you would go sign up for the newsletter becoming more involved um afterlifelibrary.com has 3000 odd books that uh, about afterlife related uh, subjects, which is a wonderful thing. I mean, I just, I spent years, this is before we, you were there to help me. I spent years just seeking out these books and here they are all in one place. And then voicesacrosstheveil.com is how you can have these. I think it's a great value. If you're, if I just do a spend 50 bucks and you're one of six sitters with a good medium, that's, that's a terrific bargain. Um, that's all great. And, Basically, if you go to the websites, everyone, you'll be able to get more and more and more different ways because they continue to do this stuff. They're always adding something new, different ways you can make yourself familiar with life after death, which is, in fact, our real lives. And the more you learn, the more certain you will be. So the since the, the task here is to grow spiritually, and one of the best ways you can grow is to is to Get rid of your fear of death because that's the base fear. And these people basically are peddling what you need. This is like food and drink so that you will be able to make yourself no longer afraid to die. And then you're not, frankly, then you're no longer afraid of anything. So we're coming to the end of our time. But um, will you please each tell us what you hope people will take away from today? I hope that people will just, you know, open their hearts and minds to learning more. Um, that's what our websites are about. It's just to help people learn more. You know, everybody's going to look at this a little bit differently. So, you know, I would never presume to tell people, you know, that absolutely this is the way everything is for you. Um, but yes. if they just open up and are just available and follow their hearts in terms of, you know, learning more information and, you know, it, it's a lifelong learning, right? It's not something that, you can just, you know, kind of pick up a book and say, oh, okay, now I believe in the afterlife because oh, that's, that's not going to be meaningful. so true. Yeah. It's yeah so that won't true. be meaningful. It's, it is um, lifelong and you get deeper and deeper into it and more and more certain. So basically yes. you're, you're giving people the, the information that they are going to need to transform their lives for the better in every way. It isn't just a little thing. This is a huge thing. It's a reality as complex as the one we think we see around us. Dennis, what about you? What do you hope people will learn and, or take away? Well, you summed it up very nicely. Uh, I would say that the, the websites are, one, uh, giving you the opportunity to look at your beliefs and to decide whether they need to be modified. Two, uh, with Voices Across the Veil, allow you to, to begun, begin to participate uh, in an active way to get personal validation and then there's going to be a, a third triangle that will be coming out, uh, which I won't, I'm not going to talk about it now, but it's and deal with action and multidimensionality and, <laughs> and allow people to actually start to explore individually and together. 
uh, how to actually utilize their innate abilities and their inner senses to be able to manipulate energy in a way that will enhance their lives on Earth. That's going to be our third major project. But uh, I hope that what people take away from today is that here's an opportunity to follow a path to get them the information and to make decisions for themselves as to what they want to believe. I just love it. This is wonderful. I am so glad you were here today. We'll do this again in about six months, whenever I can can make an arrangement. And you're going to have to tell me more about what this next thing is. You always give these little teasers. Next time we come, we'll tell you about this new stuff. I can't wait to hear. (laughs) So thank you so much. Please consider yourselves, both of you, hugged. And uh, what you're doing is God's work. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Roberta. Everyone, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Has this been fun? I just love this. I'm I'm very glad you are here today. I hope, I really hope that Dennis and Michelle can help you get over this hard first step of coming to believe, really believe that there might be something to this. A lot of people are afraid to do the research because they don't know what they're going to find. Well, Michelle and Dennis are going to make you able to find quickly and easily the fact that Everything. Everything is love. It's just going to be wonderful. Please, please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. That's a fact. And when you really get what that means, boy, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest will also be a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful, fun experience. There's a young Dutch expert on consciousness, Dr. Bernardo Kastrup. This is his fifth visit to us and he always boggles my mind and preparing to so that I could even have a conversation with him that will be intelligible to you is a big job but I love it every time he comes because he always has these beautiful new things to tell us if you haven't already heard Bernardo there are four more of these in our history I urge you to just seek out some of his these four prior guests appearances here because each of them I think was wonderful in its own way and it had nothing to do with the questioner it had to do with this beautiful beautiful guest just enjoy him I love his accent number one he is Dutch he he talks to us from Holland and he's a really brilliant and engaging young man who I think is going to win the Nobel Prize in another 20 30 40 years for his consciousness theory of he's an expert a true expert on the biggest problem that science cannot solve until they stop being a belief system and they start actually looking at evidence. I just love Bernardo. He is so much fun. When I proposed three topics to him for us to talk about next week, he thought they would all be great. He said, just surprise me. Ask me anything. So I'm going to try to get ready to do that. But please do join us next week. And today our guests have been Michelle Sabo and Dennis Grega, who have been with us for the third time, and there'll be many more. I've loved watching them develop what they, this began as a very sort of preliminary of ideas, and I've loved watching them grow, and they're doing it more and more and more. Afterlife Data in 2009, Afterlife for a Library in 2011, and Voices Across the Veil in 2014. And they build that, as I, as I say, as the world's largest ongoing study of the afterlife. I'm sure that's true. They are doing what I think a lot of people wish they had the time, the energy, and the vision to do. And the fact that they're getting a lot of cooperation now from people not in bodies is not surprising. They're eager to work with anybody who will 
really give their heart and soul to this work. And I can't wait to see where they're going next. But we're going to go along for the ride. Um, I urge you to check out their work on their websites, which are in the program notes. Um, Michelle and Dennis are just two beautiful people who really are working hard to transform the world. As you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, A Lot of Fun, and soon The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. As I've complained several times, that book has been written for more than two years, and Thomas still won't let us publish it, but he says this is the year, so I look forward to that. For young children, there's The Fun of Meeting Jesus. All these books are available through Amazon and also bookstores. And the adult books are also available as audiobooks. If you ever want to talk about any of my books or anything at all, don't hesitate. Go Just go to the green contact block on robertagrimes.com and send me an email. I answer every one of them. Just be sure you give me your right email address. Past episodes of Seek Reality are available on webtalkradio.net, which is our home, and a whole lot of other places. I think just about anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find Seek Reality. There's also an app which you can get in the iTunes App Store, um, which is the, the app is free, and then you can get free free downloads of all these um, the the ones to come. I'm going to be doing this. Until I, when, 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 when you can no longer find secret reality, you know I've finally gotten to go home. So until then, I'm going to keep this up for you. Meanwhile, this has been Secret Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy, please make the most of our coming week in this beautiful one reality. There's not multiple realities, a physical and a non-physical and so on. It's all one reality and it fits together so intensely. That's all of it is your natural home. And just make the most of this next week in this one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. And you, most of all, in the entire multitude of universes, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.